Welcome to I Won't Listen with Eddie and Megan, starring Megan and Eddie. Now here's Eddie and Megan. Because I was telling you what I was going to talk about, but your original reaction to it was really good. Well, I'll still have the... You'll still have the same... uh, It'll never seem normal. Hey guys, this is uh, episode 77 of I Won't Listen. Do what? It's a Sode 77. It's Sode 77. Yeah. SSS. We've been talking about this for a while. Wait. Okay, three S's is okay. Two S's is bad. What is SS? Nazis. What? Jesus. The I SS? Secret Service? I don't know. No, the SS was like, there were two lightning bolts that was like their insignia. Oh, okay. Wow. You know what? SOS. We're going to repeat history if we do not remember it. If we, what? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. People say is that. that. Okay. Okay, guys. Episode 77 of uh, I Won't Listen with Eddie and Megan. That's right, everybody. Welcome back. Eddie like the that? Meatball. Was the last episode was your birthday? Eddie the Meatball. Uh, yeah, it was my birthday. Birthday episode. How was your birthday? It was great. Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Pretty nice. Did we do it after your birthday weekend? When did we do this podcast? Was it no, a it was Sunday? On the, we, I think we did a bike ride and came back and did an episode. It was we like on did. the birthday. It was windy. That's right. Yes. All right. Windy. So we're back. Um, it's been a, you know, we've done things this week. What a ride. What a ride this week has been. <laughs> we uh, actually last night, you know, we're. Oh, yeah. The kids didn't have school today because it was in-service day for the teachers. Mm-hmm. So Todd had reached out, Todd Glass, you guys know him, love him, and asked us to come see his show, An Intimate Evening with Todd Glass yes. at the Improv. Yeah, the kids haven't really, we did one concert, but they haven't really seen any show shows. I don't think they've ever gone to like a comedy show and sat in the crowd. They've been the, to like some shows of ours. We took them when you were on tour. Uh, I took them into the crowd a couple of times just for like yeah for like my five set five minutes of your set or and five like minutes they've watched from like the wings of the stage mm-hmm. but they've never like sat in a comedy club no and this is the lab which is uh it's part really of the pretty. improv smaller more intimate he had like a six piece band which mm-hmm. was amazing <laughs> Pete Holmes open who was real super funny too he was funny um so the kids got to watch it was fun I think you and me were like enjoying just watching Todd because yeah. we, that's what we like yeah and it was like we we're giggling in the back of a comedy club and we club never again. sit in the comedy ever. club right. ever we ever. never watch a full set ever no. like a whole show from start yeah. to finish we it's, showed up like patrons yeah we checked in we got wristbands <laughs> we got a talking to like uh, the rules of like no talking to the comic no doing this and we're like okay, it was no heckling no heckling there was no. like uh, no photographs no recording devices no table chatter there's two drink minimum or two item minimum. Yeah. All of it. It was like, oh my God, this yeah. is hilarious. It was um, kind of funny. I would just, if I was normally a patron and I was going to see somebody, I would just turn around and leave like, no, you're not, you don't want me to have fun. <laughs> yeah. But we were just laughing. We were just laughing. Yeah. We, we can't laugh at a comedy club. Yeah. Well, what joke did you think was funny if you were paying such close attention and laughing? Yeah. What was the one that really got you talking about candles with your friend? Yeah, that's what it is. He said something, and then we started talking. It does lead to, like, thoughts. Yeah. Um, so we take him to see Todd, and, uh, man, it was funny. It was good. It was really funny. And the kids were laughing so hard. Yeah, that's what I wanted to remember to mention, like, watching our kids mm-hmm. watch comedy, and they already love Todd. Yeah. Now they get to see him kind of in his element, like yep. a longer show. Yeah. And they were just having the blast. Time of a life. Yeah. Lifetime? Time of a lifetime? No, you don't say time of a lifetime. The time of their life. Time of their life. But what would you say of a lifetime? It's what of a lifetime. I wouldn't. Once in a lifetime. Mm. Opportunity to, to see go Todd see a Glass. a comedy show? 
Yeah, they don't have a lot they had of those. Two, the, they did two shows that night. Yeah, no, they don't. Nope, they do one show. And, <laughs> yeah, but they uh, only did one seven mm, thirty show. No, nope, I'm gonna do my on a uh, Thursday. I'm gonna do my Jason Bateman. Mm, nope, mm. Mm, I don't think so. Sunshine. Nope, nope, no way. Um, so that was fun. I had a, and then he uh, bought everybody ice cream afterwards. It was nice. Had like an ice cream truck show up, and the band ran out from the showroom, played yeah. outside as people ate ice cream and took photos, and then uh, they all ran back inside to do another they show. Had another show. Which was hilarious. Which is great because Todd's like out there talking, uh, taking pictures of people. And then like it's at some point you're like, you have to go back in there. The second show had to start late because the first one went forever. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was so, amazing. But man, we were laughing so hard. And then yeah. the kids were doing bits, reciting his bits on the way home. Yeah. From the improv, our big drive back to the South mm-hmm. Bay. It took so much longer to get there. Yeah. They were uh, pleasantly surprised. It's a Thursday. People are kind of like, you have to go through trafficking. Culver. Mm-hmm. Culver City. Mm-hmm. That's where dumb people live. Yeah, the dumb dumbs. I hope Shivani's listening. All those dumb dumbs have bought houses for two hundred thousand and now are gonna sell them for two million. What yeah. a bunch of turds. Now they're just renting them out to studios to shoot yeah. movies. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But so that was last night. So I don't know if we're bringing the energy that we normally would bring because we were out late. We were out super late. Melrose, man. We had a we had a quite a day yesterday. We also parked right by the hemp store, which was just. Yeah, the I didn't smell store. anything. Cannabis store. I didn't mm-hmm. smell anything until we got back to the car because they had closed their doors and were mm-hmm. just kind of having an after work shift toke. I would imagine. I feel like they were just doing a little bit of research. Oh, yeah, they're mm-hmm. trying to like. Well, you have to sample things, even if yeah. you work at like Hickory Farms. You have to try all the sticks. <laughs> yes. And the cheeses yeah, yeah. and the whatnots and the have views. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Oh God. To work. <laughs> and uh, oh, you haven't. Mo- Megan bought new tea, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Indian chai. That's my original tea. coffee from this morning. Oh, really? I made French it was press. Scalding hot. Scalding hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I was going out. I took one sip, and I was like, "I'm going to burn my mouth." Yeah. Megan goes out last night. Pops up. Goes out with another buddy. Yep. I mean, quite a day. Uh, but quite yesterday, the social butterfly. We had like a bunch of little things yesterday. We did. But I had a. I scheduled a dog trainer to come over to help us with Duncan. Yes, because our house sounds horrifying. It's when just, someone comes to the door. Yeah. And he's also like that dog that jumps up and you're like, cut it out. And everything we say to him, he doesn't know what it means. Right. So Borderline kill shelter when you come over here. The, the, you hear, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're quiet. I've never been to it's one. It's like a no kill shelter. I don't want to bring it up. Yeah. But so yeah, they're just going to live forever yeah. here and be unruly. Yeah. We're trying to get rid of one of them. Nice lady. Super so. nice lady. And uh, uh, a little bit long. Well, so that's yeah, my big that critique was, is like, we could have done that in an hour and a half. At the end of it? Yeah. I... You know what? And I always get on the kids like, hey, at the end of the day, come on, let's let's talk. Let's chat. But they, they've been at school all day listening uh-huh. to people. Uh-huh. I have forgotten what it's like to... <laughs> I don't listen. You know, I'm an okay listener. Uh-huh. Right? Would you say I'm an okay listener? If it's something that interests you, yes. What if it's not something that interests Terrible me? Terrible listener. Really? Yeah. Well, you, I, do I listen to you when you tell me things? When you're speaking? Most of the time. Am I... Yeah. Am I empathetic? Yeah. Am I, am if I, I really have, like, I'll tell you if I really need your attention. Am I generous lover? <laughs> These are just things I need. Like, if it's something, I'm like, hey, listen, you yeah. do. But if it's something, you know. So, but I am interested in, like, learning the, the Duncan code. Right. So we were, we had, like, all these things we were doing with Duncan were very interesting, but everything took uh, very long. Uh, and I think she felt like that was, like, a way of connecting with us. Like, I'll just be in your house for four hours. Yeah. And see the dog and their environment. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. But at one point, I'm like, Eddie has to work. He's got to go. I was spent. Oh, my God. You, mentally. Like, your face just looked like you were like, I don't know why we're doing this. I mean, I, like, after, like, you know, sit and 
heel and she taught us this noise to make. Bah. <laughs> bah. It's like that's it the works. noise we make now when we're walking around the hall, you know, the uh, the like, hallways of the neighborhoods, as, also known as streets. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Then we had to like take him outside and like teach him how to walk on a leash. That's humiliating. But like all of our neighbors are like, "Hey guys," and we're like, hey, "I can't like, talk right now." Please, this is we're working right now. All right, I don't come over to your garage. But they're when all you're like, they all have like ten year old dogs that are like tired and nice. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, we got a puppy here. I can't. Yeah, this this is not what you have. <laughs> All right. We have dogs of Christmas past or present. Yeah. Future. I don't uh, even know what it is. She's going to come back in a couple of weeks. Can't wait. Super. But it's not going to be it's not four gonna be hours. Again. No, no, no. So the first one's like three and a half hours. And then the next one's like an hour, hour and a half. I felt I, like I had designed 17 Sudokus. Yeah, you definitely mentally but uh, dropped to, out. To my point earlier, I'm going to lay off the kids when they come back from school and they're spent. Yeah. I get it. Like yeah. they've been eight hours listening to I people. I should have driven to the show because you were just like, uh. Yeah. I just, I, you You're know what? Like I just, I didn't even want to listen to music. I was just wanting quiet. Time. Yeah. I'd heard so much. Yeah. That's when you need to be treats. in the passenger seat. Like that's when. Nobody offered. I always like driving. Your car's broke. It's not broke. Yeah. Is it not broke? I'm going to make for a week. You're going to have to get my car every time we go somewhere. And I, it's going like to show car. you the ama- amount like of patience I have. I don't like You I'm not, I've First never off, said you're that not side, patient. That's where you've been parking for years, and I sit here on the driveway like a ding-dong waiting for you to get out and then me get in. You've done that twice this week, and your face... Oh, I don't care about it, that. Like, I just don't like... I don't care what car it is. I don't like sitting in the passenger side. Right, exactly. So it's not my car. I control the boat. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So, like, do you have any appreciation you, you for You have the how, flag. You look for the skiers. Can I just say sometimes, and this is, you know, maybe not the place to air this out... But you drive so slow sometimes. When well, then we, other I'm trying times, to get somewhere. You're like, oh, dilly-dallying. Like, there's no need to go 14 where, miles an hour. Where was where, I dilly-dallying? We're in traffic the whole time. No, no, not on the highways. Like, in oh. the neighborhood when you're looking at something or... Well, I don't want to kill a kid. 25 miles is a speed limit. Yeah. You okay. can go 25. I'll pick it up. Okay. Now I know. Now right. you never brought it up before. I had to go to the bathroom. You were like, dilly-dallying. When? I was like, oh, my God. Yesterday? A couple days ago when I got out of the car and had to go inside the house. We had gone uh, surfing. She yeah. She to surf. And I, I was like, I have to go so bad. Mm-hmm. And, well, uh, you should know to limit your beverages. Maybe 12 miles an hour. Well, uh, yeah, I, get, I can see that when I was casually. I was had a nice day at the beach. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. You didn't even tell me you had to use the bathroom. I would have put some pep in the step. Yeah. The, 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 well, I knew if I said anything, it was going to be like, let's go. Right. I didn't want to go level 10 on you. Oh, Right? Because oh, you're very like good. Weird. Look at you. How you like you've. Uh, well, uh, you've learned how to tame the inner need, why demon. Why don't we have like a code word now for when I we need you to pee? pick it up? When you have to use the bathroom? No, when or I just need, need you to like not be looking at everyone's tree lawn. Um, Tree lawn? What's like a tree a, lawn? It's a lawn where trees are on. Oh. Uh, or like, is that a new gate? I'm like, let's go, Junior. Well, I do notice things. So you're saying that I do notice things. Okay, it's well, we can than... go. You can say, Let, let's go, Junior. That's fine. That'll be the code word. Pick it up. Pick it up. Hey, okay. I got to just tell me you got to use the bathroom. We don't sometimes have to have it's a code. not even about the bathroom. Sometimes it's like, I just don't want to be in the car an extra seven minutes. Yeah, I'm, uh, seven minutes. I don't think we're spending an extra seven minutes in the car. I'm going to clock us because <laughs> we're doing Sunday again. I think, our, yeah, I think it was just a lot of car rides together. I looked up uh, buying an electric car just because I was curious. Yeah. 
And it said 2022 might be the worst year to buy one. Because they're just in demand or? Uh, because like a lot of the tax credits, they've already exceeded Expired? the amount that oh, you can okay. have. Like if you buy a Tesla, you don't even get the tax credit because over 200,000 people have used it. Okay. And probably because he moved out of California, that little prick. Is that every year the tax credits reset? No, but it just said not a great year to buy one. Not a great one. year. <laughs> well, one, everybody probably wants one. Two, right. they're probably having a trouble like shipping parts to places to make them that are in demand and the uh technology is getting better and better to where it used to be like 140 miles and now some of the cars get like 400 miles subaru just came out with a Uh a a full electric car really that does 250 miles which is pretty good because it's like it has it says it's it meets up to everything subaru an all-wheel drive subaru can do that's awesome so 250 is not a ton um, but it's not a ton. If but you get up to Tahoe and it's all charged up, you can, you know, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, that's got, that's impressive. But it wasn't even on the list. I looked up uh, electric vehicles. It's super brand new. Yeah. Okay. And there's yeah. a waiting list to even get on the list. Yeah. To buy. Yeah. To purchase. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't looking to buy one. I was curious. I was also I am, I'm always like too. just curious. Like yeah. what, uh, I always feel comforted by the fact that we have e-bikes. Yes. And backpacks. So if I had to go to the store and we couldn't get gas, I'd just do mm-hmm. that. Come back with just a bag of eggs. <laughs> smashed. <laughs> we're going we're to yeah. scramble them. We're, we're going to eat now. I'm we're just going to squeeze my bag yeah, yeah. out into a skillet and we're going to have a nice <laughs> omelet with some shells. Oh, God. That was yesterday. But it was yeah. fun. You know, from that to the Todd Glass It was like show. Uh, five days crammed into one. Yeah. I mean, do you maybe squeeze in a... Did you get lube at Target yesterday? Was that uh. one of the... <laughs> Oh my God. We yeah. can talk about it. Okay. It made me laugh, but you know, whatever you had to go there. <laughs> so you talk about it. It's your right. experience. Do you want uh, some music? Uh, no, I don't know if that'll help. Okay. Uh, so we needed a lubricant, uh, for a project. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I ordered it from Target because I didn't want to buy it. Right, so, you didn't want to go into like some will shove it in a bag and I'll buy it. It's so, either buy it there. Or... I do. I only do Target pickup right now. Because only doing it's Target. Why get the Target? most amazing thing in the world to get everything you need? Somebody else puts it in a bag. Yeah. So I go there and the guy comes out and he goes, "We lost your order. I have somebody going back in right now to shop for it." And I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> they're gonna have to put lube in there and they're gonna know who I am." You're gonna put a face. <laughs> The guy comes out, and another guy comes out, and he goes, I found the order, and he starts pulling stuff out of the back, and I'm like, no. <laughs> right in front of you. So now he's got two things. He's got two things of lube and, like, Luna bars and pretzels, and he's just like, what the? And just, like, and now goes, both of them goes, are looking at each other. I'd like to give you, uh, if you give me your information, I can give you, a, and I go, no, 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 just put it in the trunk. Just, just put it in the trunk. I don't need your, in- you guys <laughs> like, have my information. You're up to three people now knew about my, uh. My purchase. It was like I said. I'm a generous lover. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. And I get back and I'm like, oh, I've never said more than two words to anybody at that place. You and never now they're have all to. like, they're like in the trunk. You're like, yeah, you're thank you, and they leave, and that's it. <laughs> like in the trunk, you know what that means, ma'am. What? They're like just chat. <laughs> <laughs> No, not the no, trunk. Not Put it the, next oh, that to me. trunk. Yes, passenger yeah, yeah, yeah. side. Passenger yeah, 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 side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Side saddle. I don't even know what I'm saying now. Are these things? Raw dog it. 
Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we're up to three people that I can't make eye contact with now in the delivery. i got to find a new target. Yeah, that was, well. (laughs) I didn't want to have it on an Amazon wish list. You also, yeah, because that's also, like, like, people are over, and all of a sudden that Echo Show my parents bought us. They need more lube and coffee. Now it is time to, see, when this, like, reminds you, now Mm -hmm. might be the time you buy this. We up. maybe should buy it to see how quickly. Once you buy it the second time, then it has an idea of how much you need it, the occurrence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of I don't want to be in that algorithm. No. But you're in the target algorithm yeah, now. I am. I'm on any, the watch list. Any like, target hey, you walk Pervy into. Here? Like, may, uh, ma'am, the lingerie section's over here. <laughs> I, I don't know what you to do. You want a big rubber fist in the bag? I don't we know. We don't have those. You have to go to Spencer's. Um, it was so embarrassing. We can break off an arm from a mannequin if you want yeah. it. Maybe you can mold it down I'm with good. some foot. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You've been very helpful. So Do you want good. me to shut the trunk? I don't want to look at you. I don't ever want to come to Target again. Yeah. I'm going to get a new car. How do we shut down a Target? Yeah, that's why I'm looking at new cars, because I feel like if I wear that <sighs> and a different pair of sunglasses, they're like, she, she's not the pervy lady. That's not the lady. <laughs> this that's this lady seems like she's like, op- I've bought tampons there, other things there. Like, I don't care. Yeah. But that one was embarrassing. Well, lube's definitely, it, it tells you something's going to Because you can't even be like, it was, you know, it was an art project. I mean, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing that's not used for other than what it's used for. Yeah. Did that make sense what I said? Uh, to me, yeah. Yeah. I think people know at this point, 77 episodes in, how I speak, how I <laughs> communicate. If you don't know by now. You get, you get what I'm saying. Megan came back beat red. Beat red for, for family my family photo. photo. <laughs> it was amazing speaking of amazing i don't know if it's amazing the first episode was amazing and then they're just kind of like whatever uh worst roommate ever oh is it on netflix i believe somebody had brought it up and you had said something about hearing about this show and then mia goes oh my god my surf coach talked about that right so it's called the worst roommate ever and i was like oh yeah this will be great like remember the guy that buttered the floor yeah, uh, so real quickly, it's the worst roommate ever. I, it's not a scripted show. Every episode is a standalone about somebody telling about their worst roommate ever. Right. So it's like this thing's really happened. Right. And then you're thinking, like you said, oh, oh like somebody who was really floor, pranking you in the or, house. Oh, or, guess what? You're, all your leftovers are gone. They ate yeah, them. They ate you. Oh, hey, who let their friend use my bedroom while I was out of town? Yeah. That's who a clawed bad, the toilet and went to work? Bad roommate behavior. Yeah. That's not what this show's about. Nope. First episode. So, and I'm not even giving anything away because they tell you right up front. Right up front. This lady killed nine people and buried, buried them in her them yard. in the backyard. Not she, even a huge backyard. Yeah, there's like, nothing. That's not a bad roommate situation. That's and it's not even like. a serial killer, murder, psychopath. She was taking their social security. So it was like a halfway house, kind of like people trying yeah. to get back, get their lives together. People who are homeless. She kills uh, them and just collects social security until they. The rest uh, of their life because no one's looking for them. Right. And scams them. She was 50, but she was trying to look 70 to play like the part of a grandma because yeah. nobody would like even consider this sweet old lady would be murdering people and burying them in the yeah. tiny she'd poison yard. Yeah, and uh, poison them with their food that she cooked them. Yes, she would get them drugs. And she was already like, had been to jail a few times yeah. for like uh, impersonating then, a nurse. Like, no, uh, no database. There was no computers. No way to find out from target to target if you bought lube. <laughs> right? I wish I lived back then. Yeah, you wanted <laughs> Wild West days. Give me the school marm needs some sour patch. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm trying to come up with a thing to say. Maybe it's more of a syrup based uh, thing back I, then. Oh I don't God. know. Uh, I don't. 
So yeah. we, uh, so I was like, all right, this is not a roommate situation. It's not a roommate. Murderers. Then uh, I will say they're interesting. And I'm also going to say I like you found uh, why we should watch it with the kids. Right. So a couple of them are people who are in their 20s and they kind of end up connecting with a complete psychopath. And they're trying to be polite. They don't want to upset anybody. And it puts them in a situation that is physically dangerous. So I was like, this is good for the kids to see. Right. Like, who gives a shit about you? Don't owe people anything. You don't need owe them politeness. If if you're in physical harm, if you feel like get weird out. about the situation, yeah, don't hang. You can apologize later. Yeah, say, oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna murder me in a tire store. Right. Like, uh, but like, they, I didn't there was know it was a surprise whole, party. Like, I didn't want to make it uncomfortable for them. Yeah. And like, we just have to teach our kids. Like, it. They're making it uncomfortable. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on in those people's heads as they're like conning you to go somewhere. But uh, that was, so that's, I did like that you you had this like value to the show, even though it's yeah. kind of gruesome. It is gruesome. Um, because the one girl was like, I hate talking about this, but the reason she did is so mm-hmm. nobody would else, it would never happen to anybody else. And I was like, that she is a very that. noble thing. Yeah. She goes, you know what? I hate it, but uh, I feel like it's my duty yeah. to tell people what happened to me so it doesn't happen to them when yeah. they go live in a house in Chile. And when she did tell her story, I'm like, I know why you hate telling it. Like, yeah, it was you awful. You were totally preyed upon, didn't know it, and now you have to kind of... He thought he had killed her and buried her, and she was still alive, dug uh. her way out, and then goes back to the house, and he's there hanging out with everybody. Like, And he's like, oh my God, you're back. Where, yeah. where, where'd you go? Um, distance runner, all right? Yeah, distance runner. If you're like, I want to do a double marathon in the desert. Murder. Not hanging out with you. What a crazy place to, yeah. to you know, do a murder. Uh-huh. So number 64 didn't come back. They uh, talked about how uh, Chile is very safe. Safest place. But they also said <laughs> in South America. So <laughs> I don't like, know uh... what that means. It's like, okay, safest place in Los Angeles could safest be this. Safest place but... near Brazil. Yeah, no. Wait. So it's like, <laughs> I don't. All right. But I, we, we have, you know, we know people that live in Chile. Yeah. Am I saying it right? Chile. Chile. It's not Chile. Chile. Chile's. That's a place that gives you I don't know three entrees for a dollar. Oh, that's true. Chile. I'm Chilean. Chilean sea bass. So Chile. Maybe. Chile? I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. What would you say, not knowing what I've said? How would you pronounce it right I now? Go. Find, we're so annoying right now. Chile. I've decided to become a fabulist. I don't know what that is. Well, a fabulist is someone who pens fables. <laughs> and I feel like uh, since Aesop, there haven't been like a Ugh. lot of people in that space yeah maybe you can be a cobbler next well no i'm not good with my hands <laughs> but uh to, and no to one fixes fix their shoes orally tell a tale that might have a moral to the story uh-huh. i think that's that's my world yeah i'm just dabbling in it uh-huh. i'm dabbling in being a fabulist i like saying fabulist yeah um, i don't know if i'm pronouncing it that sounds right. like a fabulist? 17 year old girl instagram yeah, it does. Influencer. Maybe that's I'm a why fabulous. I like it. Fabulous. Because I am a TikTok star. <laughs> um, so oh God. I think I'm going to start doing some fables. Now, I've, when I say start doing, I've done five of them. And you've heard a few of them. You've done five? Yeah, I have. I think I've done five. Well, no, maybe four. And then there's one that I haven't finished. The other three, you said one was too dark. I just think it's an odd thing. Uh-huh. It is. I right? Mean, like, sure. Uh, 
I don't know. I just see like you're trying to find out what the value in this is, right? Like you always like you're it, also thinking like how do we how do you make money from something like this? Yeah, right? like if like, I had like a uh, my sister Britta's like I have all this yarn and I'm making things. Like what are you really do? Like what are you gonna do when I all that yarn? I think it's just maybe a a relaxing mechanism for her. Something to okay. just kind of like spend a little time. And I kind of enjoy the writing aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. The ones that are dark and not funny yeah. is like my Jordan Peele side. Mm-hmm. You know, like he had the funny sketch show and then he also makes like horror movies. Yeah. I don't have money to make a whole horror movie. <laughs> but I do don't. have an iPad and, uh, you know, an account where I can get like music. I think it's just uh, an odd way to spend time. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're like, oh, I wrote fables and they were in a notebook that was like locked and under your bed, <laughs> I'd be like, cool. <laughs> but you're like, I'm uh, starting an account and I'm going to drop them in there. And I'm like, um, well, I think I just, we'll just play this. Do you like the most recent one's funny? Yeah or no? You did listen to it, did you not? The one sent you, it to you sent me in the car? Yes. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, so... Um, but if you've heard the podcast, you've already heard it. So I'm going to say, there's where my problem was with my previous fables. They're, uh-huh. not, they're not lessons I learned. I was just trying to make up something. Uh-huh. I was trying to tell a story, uh-huh. and then it's like, I don't know that world. That's not... Yeah, write about what you know. And as a f- fabulist, or a fabulist, I'm, I'll find out how to pronounce it as long as I'm going to be a member... Um, this is a story that we've talked about on the podcast and Mm -hmm. I, I'm like, that's what I should, this fable, the moral of the story is what I learned. Mm -hmm. And so I made this so other people don't make this bad decision Mm -hmm. or this, these bad choices or they learn from my mistakes. All right. But if I had to hear it in the story version or the fable version, I preferred the story version. Well, the story version is better. Yeah. Okay. I'm constrained by a minute and 45 seconds of music behind it Mm because I want it to have like a storybook feel also. Mm -hmm. So are you saying I should go and grab that story, put it in here also, and then put? No. Okay. I'm not not for making anything longer. Okay. So we're going to, at the end of this episode, we're going to have a fable. The little boy with tummy rumbles. You've done things before that I'm like, you know what? If that's all you know of Eddie, it's concerning. But but you also said, you also said, that you and Britta are the two people that would have been like a school of wizards? I don't think oh, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how do you monetize this? No, I don't know that this, there's no way. This, this is, you know what this does? This gets me, I'm done with fables now. I play this fable. I've done it. It's I like out of that. my system. All right. You do, That's see? That's a good pitch to me. So see, there is like some value. But like my worry is you're like, I'm really a fabulist. And you're down here for months at a time just recording fables and now you have 400 recorded and i'm like what are you doing if i i mean like if i had 400 fables it doesn't matter they'll never see the light of day they're about to one's about to be played one in switzerland maybe mm-hmm. there may people listen to us from all over the world you could do Chile. that one and then you could do the turtle one okay that's the one that but you like, said and that said that was dark. i w- listen to these with such anxiety <laughs> Like, oh, God, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. The turtle one was... And then I was like, I kind of like it. But then I'm like, I don't like it enough to be like, hey, you should listen to this. <laughs> you, should, you wouldn't pass this on to people. No, but I don't Could usually it, pass would, anything on so to people. So you don't think... The other one, you said the, the turtle one. That's dark. It's the tortoise and the hare. Mm-hmm. And it's my alternative... Turtle and rabbit. My, It's, it's my, my take on it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Wicked... Where it's like, Which I really liked, 
But yeah. I think I go into right. anything we do with like, oh, it's already too long. It's already like my mindset is just Well, I anxiety. love that about you, though. That's what makes you should be an editor mm-hmm. on some of these movies. We're trying, I'm trying to pitch the kids to watch. Yeah. Like we can get this 45 minutes out of this easily. All right. So that's all we have today. That's it. This week. We're going to play. Am I playing both of the fables or just one? Just do both of them. It doesn't really matter. Like you uh, can turn it off. We don't like it. You could. <laughs> well, right. Or you can keep playing it over and over because they're wonderful. <laughs> right, right, yes. That's both sides there. <laughs> but you're giving it to them. They can do what they want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. You can just stop It's like it the now. holiday songs. You don't have to listen to them over you could and over. Be, why wouldn't some you, Some people love them. Some people love them. Some people are concerned. I bet you. I wonder if there's, there's got to be some people that just hate them. <laughs> Half your mustache is way bigger on right. that side. Well, it's because it's all. I woke up. I have mustache head. Like, I think you need to trim it. It's like aggressively. It's like, remember when you got your hair cut and that lady shaved the one side and then let the other side grow. Around my ear? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I think no, that, I remember that, that kind of sitch. I'll figure on. it out. It's, it, it is what it is, okay? Yeah. You know how people have I'm bed not... head? I have mustache head. Bed, <laughs> bed mustache. Bed lip. I got Beard bed head. lip. Be- oh, that doesn't sound good. All right, Luby Dooby. I got bed lip. <laughs> I can't believe I told that story. It's a great story. Um, okay, so we're going to play two. We'll do both of them. Mm-hmm. We'll do the tortoise and the hare, mm-hmm. which is my, what I think really happened that day. Mm-hmm. And then we'll play under two minutes. They're both under two minutes, but you know now we're getting close to four. I felt like it was like seven minutes when I listened to it, and that's just my anxiety. Because the first one, there's no humor in the first one. No humor. The second one, a little dark. It's a story we've already told in the podcast about me going into a gas station to poo. Yeah, that's it, guys. We love you. Enjoy the fables. Uh, hit us up on the website and tell us what you think about this. Bye bye. Have you ever heard the story of the tortoise and the hare? Probably hearing that the tortoise won a foot race fairly by keeping a task, while the hare underestimated his opponent and took a nap. But nothing could be further from the truth of what went on that very dark day. You see, the tortoise cared nothing about winning a race at all. He only wanted the hare dead and sabotaged him from beginning to end. He set up traps and ambushes all along the way in hopes of the hare's demise. He even had a hand in planning the race's course, making sure it wound through the hunting fields of a nearby village to better the chance that the hare would be killed and made stew. The hare took off to win the race, but eventually was captured in a snare, a hare's hearing a second to none, and as he struggled for his life, he could hear the tortoise slowly approaching. When the tortoise arrived, the hare had lost so much blood he had attracted scavengers from all over the countryside. And as they circled him, the tortoise stretched the rabbit from ears to tail and severed all four of his feet. Tossing them to the crowd, the tortoise proclaimed, Getting more will give you good luck. And because the tortoise can live for nearly a century, it wasn't long before he was the only one alive to tell the story, his story, of the race that day to all the other creatures of the forest. So today when you hear about an overconfident hare losing a race, or a rabbit's foot bringing one good fortune, know that it's nothing more than a tale invented by a psychopath to disfigure and kill innocent rabbits from all over the world. And that's the real story of the tortoise and the hare. A not so long time ago in the dog days of summer, a young boy felt a rumble in his tummy after a morning of gorging himself on free breakfast tacos and coffee. Now, I should mention this little boy was in his 30s, but completely unaware of how to listen to his body. Instead of erring on the side of caution and going straight to the restroom for a proper dump, 
He chose to wait and get into his father's minivan, which he had borrowed, and drive 50 miles through the Texas heat. Not 10 miles into the drive, those rumbles in his tummy now became involuntary pushes. His body was no longer trying to tell him something. It was commanding him to pull over now. And pull over he did. With the labored stride of a wounded hippopotamus, the young boy went into a gas station, grabbed a key, and made his way to the shitting seat. He was not the first to use the restroom as something bad had already happened. The floor was covered in an inch of water, forcing him to take off his terry cloth shorts, fold them, and place them on the tank of the toilet. What came out of him can only be explained as Satan using his body as a vessel to expel evil into this world. And it felt good, until he noticed there was no toilet paper. So he went to get a rough paper towel from the sink, and that's when his terry cloth shorts fell into the unflushed bowl, absorbing everything up. He was now relegated to fishing his short pants out of the bowl, which now weighed a thousand pounds and washing them out in the sink. I forgot to mention that he went commando on this morning, so this outfit of the day was all he had to wear. After he had wrung as much of the liquefied poo out of his shorts as he could, he opened up the door to the restroom to notice a line of people waiting to be next. Instead of mounting a defense, he walked towards the counter, water dripping from his shorts, and returned the key. The moral of the story is, don't wear terry cloth shorts.